such a pro. We're such a pro fucking outfit. We are, aren't we? Yeah. Christ. Yeah. Anyway, welcome everybody to episode seven. Seven. Episode seven of Ben and John Do Cars <coughs> Talk Cars. That's it. The Ben and John Do Cars podcast. Don't know um, about you, but we're smashing these podcasts out. Do you think that? Yeah. We, I mean, you are. We said we'd do one a week, and so far we've kept to one a week. That is which for us is unheard of. Literally, yeah, absolutely unheard of. So, thank you everybody for tuning in again. Yes, we do appreciate all the views, and we've had some nice comments recently, some engagement from the community, which is great. Love so, that. Love all that. Obviously, like, share, subscribe, comment, whatever. Keep love it coming. We love it all. Yeah. We, we'll, yeah, we'll try and manage the interaction. Yeah, I just want to make sure that mic's close enough to you. Hello. That's better. Cool. Um, I, I'm a little bit nasally today because I had a few days with a bit of a bit of a man flu situation going on, but I'm feeling better now, so hopefully it's not too annoying. Hopefully it's not too annoying. Hopefully it's not too nasal. You do sound like you've had a cold, but hey, hey <coughs> we power through. Yeah, mate, we're hardcore. Yeah. Um, yeah, so today I um, thought we'd talk about... Uh, First of all, let's, well, I thought we'd talk about grandparents' cars. Yeah, okay. Obviously, we're both children of the 90s-ish. Um, that was when we were in our childhood development phase. Literally, yeah. Um, so I thought it'd be interesting just to reflect back on uh, some of our grandparents' cars. My, my, uh, last week, unfortunately, was my, grandparent, my, my granddad's funeral. The right. last of my grandparents to go, so I'm now grandparentless. Oh, sorry, dude. Um, oh, that's what it is. He was very old. Lovely chap, but... Rest in peace. Yeah, rest in peace. Um, so yeah, I just thought we'd talk about cars. Ne- none of my grandparents really cared about cars whatsoever. I think, yeah, I'm the same. Yeah. I think they, uh, th- yeah, that, no, I don't think they did. I think my granddad might have had a little bit of an interest in cars because I think... Oh, sorry, before you carry on, I don't mean to interrupt. That's but fine. Forgot to mention, obviously, Streets of Erna on Instagram. Oh, yeah. <laughs> go see them in Bristol. Go like them on Instagram. And say, let's do it for some free Halloumi uh, chip upgrade with your Savlaki. They're really good. They're genuinely good. We're not just saying that. They're amazing. Yeah. And all you need to say is, let's well, do let's it. Let's do it. Just like that. And uh, you'll get a free Halloumi upgrade. That's and it. chip upgrade if you want. That's it. That's all you need. It's awesome. What deal? Yeah. Bristol. Harborside Market usually. So yeah, go like them on Instagram and see where they are. Cool. Sorry. Your grandparents. Yeah, I was just saying that I don't think my grandparents were particularly like petrol heads or anything. But I think my granddad did have a little bit of an interest in motor yeah. vehicles. Uh, but nothing specific that I know of. He died when I was three, so. Oh, really? My mum's dad. Oh, okay. Um, but he was he was quite quite a well-off gentleman. Yeah. So he had some very nice cars, but. Is this the one that was married to your grandmother who lived in Farringdon? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't really know what he had. So I'm going to talk about my other set of grandparents and their car, because I remember that. Yeah, I mean, we'll only talk about cars whilst we were alive. Yeah. I, I, I've got a, very vague knowledge of some of the cars that some of my grandparents had in sort of the 50s and 60s but i can't i wouldn't know the details of them i no. think one of them had an, i think bob my granddad who just died i believe he had an austin princess at some point um but and I, my grandparents on my other side i think they had a uh, i can't remember some old british leyland tat probably most likely, knowing your family. <laughs> yeah, okay, right. Let's uh, let's let's get into it. So, do you want to kick us off? Yeah. So my so again, my grandparents didn't have many cars. They weren't really interested in cars. Yeah. They already sort of reaching retirement age by the time I was born. So you know, it was all fairly, you know, just cars to get them to and from the shops or whatever else. So yeah. Um, on my dad's side, uh, my grandparents who I lived with when I was younger, they only had two cars. Right. From when I was born until 
uh, well, until my grandmother stopped driving, which would have been 2019. All right, okay. 2018, 2019. They only had two cars that whole time. Blimey, fair play. First one was the brown Volvo. Yeah. Which is is known on the channel because that is now my car. Lovely, not lovely. My, not my daily, obviously, but that is now you know safely stored away in the garage, seeing out winter. Um, that was they bought that brand new in '79. Wow! And drove it all the way up until 2000, I believe it was 2001. Sorry. Um, which, bearing in mind, in 2001, my granddad would have been 73, so he was getting on a bit by that point. My grandmother would have been 70, I think, 71. Um, and the reason, the only reason they stopped driving that was because they wanted an automatic car because yep. they were a bit sick and tired of changing gear. Fair enough. And they needed something with power steering. An automatic was all the rage. When when when, when was this? Sorry. 2001. Ah, oh, sorry. Okay, no, maybe not. <coughs> Carry on. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, they wanted an auto, and they want they basically just wanted something that was easier to drive. Yeah, they wanted fair an auto, and they wanted something with uh, power steering because that Volvo doesn't have power steering. And they, <laughs> they were getting on a bit. Yeah, and fair enough. That sort of barge trying to maneuver it was getting a bit of a challenge. Yeah. So, yeah, so they ran that all the time until 99. Uh, sorry, 2001. Used to pick me up from primary school I was, occasionally. I was, was going to wait for you to finish to say that I remember being picked up to go to your house after school at primary school and going in the Volvo. Yeah. And I was, like, so blown away by the the lights that come on if you don't put your seatbelt in. Yeah. And I was just like, what is Magic, that? Magic, isn't it? It's amazing. And, like, bearing in mind, that was still an old car when yeah, we were getting picked up. Yeah, it would have been... Uh, yeah, it would have been 20... It would be, like... A similar sort of age to my Volvo now. Yeah, yeah. So was, <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> Crikey, that makes me feel old. Um, yeah, it would have been about that. Yeah, so, yeah, but I remember getting in it, and if you didn't put the seatbelt in, the light would, the, there was a light somewhere. Yeah. Was, Where was the light? It was in the dashboard. Yeah. No, 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 there's, there's another one in the um, centre console, in the back of the centre console. I think that's the one, because yeah. I would have sat in the back yeah. with you, and I think that's what, I was like, oh my God, I've never seen anything like that. That car had, I think it's still got it now. It had some weird little, like, extra orange seat belts that yes, were, like, smaller. Yes, it did, didn't I, it? I assume they're for, like, children's seats. Yeah. But I never worked out what they were for. Hello, Mabel. I used to love sitting in the belt. back of that thing because it was so comfortable. Very comfortable. Like, noticeably more comfortable than anything my parents had at the time because it was, like, it just soaked you up. Proper Volvo, yeah. do you know and, what I mean? Yeah, and, uh, yeah, being a little kid, those that bench seat yeah. in the back was, it was like a sofa. And it was cool because it was, like, just a big bench. Yeah. So it's like, oh, this is rad. Even though it's just a bench. When you're like, I don't know, eight. It's, it's, it's cool. <laughs> I, spent, I spent a lot of time in that Volvo when I was a kid. We, uh, like, I used to go on holiday with my grandparents occasionally. So we used to go with, in it to, like, to West Wales and stuff. And, all, yeah. and you know, and it just, I'll get on to that in a second. Um, yeah, so they, so they ran the Volvo until 2001. Yeah. Put it away in the barn, which I'm very thankful for. Before they put it away in the barn, they wax oiled the underneath, which I'm very thankful for. That's awesome. The underneath of it is is pretty much mint still now. Love that. Um, 135,000 miles they did in it over 20 odd years. Good going. Um, <clears throat> and then when they stopped using that, they bought a. Uh, is this the focus? Yeah, yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. So they bought a. I like think a it was champagne coloured focus. So now that I work. Now that I work in the motor industry, my grandparents must have been an absolute godsend to that dealer. So they bought, they bought it off Sammy P's uncle. No do you know Pegler's Garage in Tetbury? I do, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So they bought it off that. And um, my, I think my dad had a bit of a relationship with that garage. We used to send some of our other cars there for servicing and stuff. I remember that, yeah. And so my dad basically told him that 
my parents are after a car, they need something automatic, uh, power steering, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Fiesta's probably a bit too small because by that point they were still sort of helping out with like me and my, like, me especially, like picking me up from school and stuff. Mm-hmm. Fiesta's probably a bit too small. Focus is fine. Mondeo is fine. What have you got basically? Yeah. Automatic. That's, that's all they're worried about. So they had this thing. It was, it was a pre-register. It was a pre-registered car. So it had a couple of hundred miles on it. It must have been a demonstrator. And again, now that I work in the trade, that car would have come into stock as just unsellable. Yeah, nobody's going to buy this. A Focus Saloon. Which is rare in its own right. Yeah, horrible. <laughs> Gear spec. So It was awful, wasn't it? Automatic as well. 1.6 petrol, automatic. Right? Yeah. Horrible four-speed gearbox. Really? Yeah. Oh. Gutless as anything. That little 1.6 E-Tech is quite a nice little unit. Same unit that was in the cage that we had. Oh, really? Yeah, but mated to that horrible slush box gearbox. Oh. It was disgusting. In gold. Yeah, that colour was like... Ugh, what I, I mean, I, won't, I don't think I've got any photos of that car, but I'll try and put a photo up on the screen of one the same spec, if I can find one. <laughs> it was hideous, wasn't it? It was disgusting. With, and because it was gear spec, it had horrible... Beige. I'm not going to say cream. I'm just going to say beige cloth interior with fake wood on the dash. Oh. It was like you couldn't get a more old person spec. Like that. if you were going to sit down and spec the ultimate old person, like Ford, for instance, that would be it. That would be it. One hundred percent. There's no question, is there? And and yeah. So that dealer probably was just like hell. In he would have. They would have registered it as a demonstrator because no one would have fucking bought it. It would have sat there. Yeah, out the back. Out the back for six months probably. Yeah. He wouldn't have had anyone interested in it new and then he would have had to register it as a demonstrator and then yeah, after six months or whatever it was, to have a call saying, look, my elderly parents just need an automatic car. They don't give a fuck. Just what have you got? He probably put the phone down and went, boys, we've sold we've, the gear. Yeah, we've finally <laughs> solved the shitty Focus Saloon. <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah they, I don't know how much they paid for it wouldn't have been a lot back then um, yeah and then they ran that until until yeah they, she stopped driving in 2018 and yeah. that and it was, it was such an old person thing to do as well because they did that car in 2018 when, the, when she sold it for like 500 quid it I think it would have had maybe 20,000 miles on it Twenty five, something like that. Like I was, was going to say, it was, it was probably worth more than five hundred quid, but in that spec, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's one of those things. And, but it had perfect service history because she used to get it serviced every year at a Ford main dealers. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Mate, he that. saw them coming. Yeah, yeah. She's probably running out to This is like this. This customer is going to do yeah. me solid. The funny thing as well is that um, whenever it went in for a service, they would offer my grandmother a service <coughs> sorry a courtesy vehicle yeah and every time she's just like I don't need a courtesy vehicle like I, I'm 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 retired like, yeah. I don't drive I don't my go anywhere there. and every time they'd force her into a courtesy vehicle so they would buy another one yeah in it. like 2006 2007 maybe when the there was a Mark II focus and again same thing yeah they were just like oh you know oh Maria it was my grandmother's name she's like oh Maria you know this this will see you out now. Like if, yeah. you, if you need another car to see to see you out, this this is the one. Like so, it, it's perfect. It's the new shape Focus. Yeah. Again, it was a saloon, uh-huh. automatic Mark II Focus saloon. You hardly see any of those. He knew what he was doing. Um, and uh, it was a two liter petrol this time. Ooh, automatic. Maria, a bit more power. A bit more power. You know, a few yeah. more toys on there. Yeah. DAP radio now, Ooh. I think. Uh, and she was just like, so I don't need any of that, mate. Car's done like fifteen thousand miles. I don't need another one. No. 
Do you see what I tried before? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> this is a this is a Rolls Royce compared to that. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so that was that was my grandparents on that side. Um, how about you? What what did you what did your grandparents have when you were a kid? So I can only remember my dad's side, and mm. they lived in Cornwall, so it's miles away, mm. right at the arse end of nowhere, basically. And they had uh, the only reason I mentioned Cornwall is because we used to go on day trips in this car to the beach. Love that. And it's like stuck in my head as like the beach car. Yeah. Like, they used to, my mum and dad used to drop, drop me off down there and go on holiday for a week on their own. And I would stay down there with my sister. Yeah. So we'd go out in day trips in the car and like to the beach and stuff. That's all I really remember. But it was a Mark II 1.6 driver. Okay. Volkswagen yeah. Golf. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, what color? It was like this, just like a gray color. I don't yeah. know what the actual paint code is, but it was just grey. I remember the Martin Golf, they did a lot of... Was it grey or was it like dark silver? Because they did a couple of like no, fairly it was dull grey. Was it? It, it was, it's a nice colour. Like, I do like the colour. Like, you see quite a lot of GTIs in that colour. Yeah, yeah, I think another one. Um, you know Adam Smith's old Mark II GTI he had, the 8 valve? Yeah. Same colour as that. Okay. Um, but really, really nice looking thing, like... Tidy. Tidy, yeah. well looked after. Five door, I assume. Five door. Yeah, yeah. And uh, they're in proper like... OAP fashion they had the beads on the seats really so like <laughs> the front seats were like bead lined where they'd put like these bead things you know where you sit on them yeah 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 and it was just like proper old and they had the uh, they had like tartan um, not tartan seats which would have been awesome because it was proper GTI but they had I don't know actually now I think about it but they had a, they didn't have those seats but they put tartan like uh, rugs not rugs like throws throws like a picnic blanket yeah, yeah, yeah but like yeah. on the back seat yeah, yeah. so like to stop it getting dirty and stuff yeah yeah i wonder if they did that because that they were should, like that should come back that yeah. trend should come back how yeah. cool would it be i'm just thinking like yeah how rad would it be to get in someone's car and it have like a a proper picnic blanket style throw yeah over the back seat it'd be nice and comfortable yeah, it'd be like wouldn't cozy it? Yeah, wouldn't yeah, it yeah, it'd be soft give you a nice vibe yeah. soft brushed cotton yeah very nice yeah and they obviously had that one because they wanted to protect the, the car yeah and the seats and stuff and they, they looked after that thing like it was always it was always in good condition now i think back I never really clocked at the time good condition again but always think, smelt really nice think about it though that wouldn't have been that old no i know because the mark ii golf went out of production in what 92 i want to say 91 92 yeah i guess so even if it wasn't one of the last ones if it was so it was a late 80s one. Yeah, 88, 89. Yeah, five, six years old. Yeah, six, seven years old. Yeah. So that would be like... That would be why it was in good condition. That, and that would be newer than your golf is now. That's, that's mental, it's isn't crazy, it? It's crazy, isn't it? And uh, again, like your, like your grandparents, they didn't put many miles on it. No. So they lived in a little village where... So you had to drive to Launceston, which was the nearest town to get your groceries. I've been to before, yeah, yeah. But it was only like maybe four or five miles down the road. Yeah. So they would drive to and from the shops maybe once a week, maybe once every fortnight to do their their shop. Yeah. And the rest of the time, just bootling us kids around. To yeah, the, same. To the beach and stuff. So that car probably probably didn't have very many miles on it. No, my, my the, the Volvo and and the Gold Focus for that matter. It would have been. It would have done. Yeah, like probably a weekly trip to Waitrose. Yeah. Um, Ferrying like me around as a kid, if, if like my parents needed them to do that, mm. and my granddad used to go fishing once a week, once every two weeks. Yeah, that would be it. Yeah, and, and the place he fished was Down four miles up the road. Literally, yeah, 
Yeah, I don't think my grandparents really ever came up to us, so it's like quite a long way. So we were always going down to them because it was much nicer. Yeah, yeah. And obviously they were old and didn't want to have to travel and stuff. They've since moved up here, actually, which is ironic, but to be close to family. Um, so th- they can't put many miles on that car. No. You know yeah. what I mean? So I don't know what happened to it. Do you know what? I wonder if old people now... <coughs> excuse me. I wonder if old retired people now run into problems with like DPF blockages and stuff. Yeah, because not Cause used to that stuff. Just don't do the miles. Yeah. Modern cars, bad for OAPs. Yes, they are. If you're only nipping to Waitrose once a you're week. You're going to block your DPF up the in no DPF's time. DPF's going to be all blocked up. I didn't even think about that. But now what, you say What it. a world we live in. Yeah. But yeah, that was, that, that was their car. My, my granny on my mum's side. Hello, Mabel. You're a good girl, aren't you? Yes, that's right. Have a good little scratch. Right, get down, please. Good girl. Good girl. Go lie down, babe. Yep, good girl. She's not going to lie down. She'll scratch us. <laughs> She'll scratch us all night. Yeah. Um, yeah. So my granny on my mum's side had a a polo. Oh yeah. A like a Mark. Of, I don't know if it's a Mark Two. Like a saloon, not a saloon. It was like a like a three. It was a three door. Was it? Was it the bread van? The one that with a real square back end. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was a three door, white, like matte paint. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, it was just old and shitty. Three door, so it was long. Let me just try and get a photo of one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure. It's, I'm pretty sure you're talking about the bread van. Yeah, and um, it was like a 1.3 or something. Yeah. Four speed manual, uh, with quite a lot of space in the behind, but you have to climb, like you have to push the front seats, fold them forward to get in. It was a weird design. And um, that shape. Yeah, it was that car. Yeah. Literally that car. I think that's a Mark 1. Yeah, I think it might be. I couldn't figure Mark it out. Mark 2. Yeah, it was a Mark 2. And um, yeah, so my only real memories of that is that this one time, uh, my granny picked us up from primary school. It was when we lived in Purton. Yeah. And uh, I didn't feel very well. Oh, no. So I was like, I was meant to go to a friend's house. My granny picked up my sister and I was like, oh, I need to come home. I don't feel well. I feel sick. <laughs> and long story short, on the way home, I threw up everywhere in the back of that thing. Shundered everywhere. Shundered everywhere. And it was like, not just a little bit. It was like, <laughs> oh, when God. a kid's poorly, you know, it's just like, <laughs> it's all over the fucking place. And uh, yeah, that's my real memory of that car. And then my mum then had it. So oh, really? So handed it down to my mum. And my granny then bought a 106 Respect. Yeah. In, phase one or phase two? Uh, phase two, I think, in okay. cherry red. Ooh. It was nice. lovely. Yeah, yeah. I think it was a Quicksilver. I can't quite... Really? Yeah, honestly, I was so stoked about it. But I'll have to try and dig up some... I don't know if we're... I don't actually think we're ever going to get any photos of that. But uh, her... I'm digressing a bit now, but it, that was a lovely car and she kept it in like really good condition. Yeah. And she was married to my granddad was like step granddad because my other granddad passed away when i was a kid and he would drive it around for her and pick us kids up and various around but he was such a bad driver oh really like (laughs) awfully bad where to the point where you're like scared for your life in it yeah so my memories of that car i've been like holding on with my sister like sister and me in the back being like we're gonna die we're gonna die we're like 10 yeah just like oh my god granddad's a maniac sort of thing and then she sold that eventually and bought a Honda Jazz. And that's why I love the Honda Jazz. Every time you see a Honda Jazz, I'm like, respect. Yeah. Even though I 
really don't rate that car. Um, I'm sure it's a fantastic car. I'm sure it's a, if, if that's your thing. Yeah, 1.5. I don't know. I think so. Uh, 1.5 VTEC, but yeah, not performance VTEC. Yeah. Economy VTEC. Yeah, what the fuck? What a letdown. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that that's the history of that side of the family. But um, yeah, the Mark II Golf ignited subconsciously yeah. at the time my future love for Volkswagens. Well, so... It's interesting you say that because we'll, we'll, I mean, we'll get onto this when I when I do the, my other side of the family. But it's it is interesting how stuff like that can sort of sow the seed or yeah. plant the seed. At yeah. least. So before I get onto my grandparents on the other side, you've just reminded me. So the gold focus. I used to, when when my grandparents got a little bit older, and when I was when I had fully comp insurance that covered me to drive other people's cars, blah blah blah. I used to drive around quite a lot. Because when I first passed my test, even even like to be fair, even now, but especially when I was younger, I, any excuse to drive anywhere, I would take it. Mm-hmm. So quite often, you know, if they if I was about and if they needed to go to the shops or whatever else, or if they even if they just wanted to go for a drive, I'd jump in the Focus, take them for a spin or take them to the shops or whatever. And I remember once we went to my uncle's house for a birthday party or a anniversary party or something. We went to my uncle's house for some reason, and he lives sort of towards London. And uh, I took my grandparents in their focus. And on the way home, I remember it was sort of, it, was, it wasn't late, but it was sort of evening time. And it was a Saturday or a Sunday. And I remember <laughs> I always used to wind my grandmother up by deliberately driving fast. <laughs> and not like a, not like really aggressively or, or dangerously. but yeah, just faster you know, than she'd be used faster to. Faster than she'd be used to, exactly. And I remember this one time, my granddad was in the back. My grandmother was in the front. We were going down the M4 and they both started sort of nodding off. And I was like, I'm going to see what this focus can do. Yeah, yeah. And we ended up, again, this was over 10 years ago. And we ended up on the outside lane of the motorway, (laughs) absolutely rincing this horrible four-speed auto focus. (laughs) At 90, just like... I got it over a ton. No. And as soon as I got it over a ton, I like gave my grandmother a nudge. I was just like, yo... We're doing 100. I was like, look at the speedo. <laughs> she absolutely shit herself. <laughs> you absolute menace. <laughs> oh, she oh, loved it. God. You I remember my, my grandmother on that side of the family, her only her only gauge on the on how good a car was. Yeah. Her only sort of requirement for a car. The only thing she judged a car by was how comfortable it was. I mean, respect to that. Yeah. Every I mean she drove a Volvo 240 for 20 years, but yeah. every time I bought a new car. When I was a kid, which back then was quite often. Yeah, know, yeah. Every, every sort of six months, there'd be something new. Yeah. I'd, I'd go visit my grandparents and I'd be like, yeah, yeah, look, look, I've got a new car. It'd be like, you know, the TVR or, yeah. the, you know, the ZR Turbo. Your or E46. E46, whatever it was. And I'd be like, yeah, I'd come for a spin. And if it was something fast, I'd deliberately kind of, yeah. again, shit her up a little bit. Yeah, 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 definitely. And just the first thing she'd always, she'd, we'd get 500 yards down the road and she'd just sort of look around and go... Oh, it's very comfortable. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> she was Argentinian, um, and uh, and that was it. It was the only thing she'd say. And oh, I'd be like, I'm like, yeah, but look how fast it is. Yeah, and she, yeah she'd be like, no, man, no. Like, it doesn't matter yeah. as long as it's comfortable. That's all she cares about. Yeah, yeah, respect to that though. Well, I mean, driving a Volvo for 20 years, or however long she was driving it, that's a pretty good benchmark for comfortable. Very comfortable car. Comfortableness is that. I mean, not so much anymore than it's all lowered and stuff. But at mate, the, time, the seats are still delightful. Very. Oh, I can't wait for the summer to go cruising in that again. I know, me neither. Like last year was amazing. I only went it a few times, but we went to that car meet. 
beautiful. We need to go to caffeine machine in that this year for sure. 100%. I want to put the front spoiler on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But lip it down. Yeah, so we need to do that. Yeah, that'd be nice. Um, yeah, so so that was that side of the family. My um, that was my dad's side of the family. My mum's side of the family. Excuse me. Um, weirdly, again, just just purely coincidence. Uh, when I was so for the first, you know, ten years of my life, they had a Volvo three forty. Really? They, they also That's had a smaller a one. Yeah, yeah, the little. Little, the one that like Simon at the drift place used yeah to exactly drive. yeah one of those yeah cool so the 340 I couldn't tell you any information on it I think it was a 1.7 because they did a 1.4 and a 1.7 I'm pretty sure they had the 1.7 it was a dark grey nice I want to say it was on a F reg right okay which would have been 80 89 I think Okay, cool. So, yeah, so I'm pretty sure they own that from you as well. Um, but I remember as a kid going, I, and again, these, these grandparents lived in Wales, so I didn't see them as anywhere near as much. Um, but again, you know, we used to go stay with them or see them or whatever else, and they used to come visit quite a bit. Yeah. They were quite mobile. Yeah, yeah. And I remember one time, this is how my brain as a kid worked. I remember one time, I was in the dual cat, I, I was in my granddad's 340 with at least one of my sisters. And I sat in the back and we were going down the dual carriageway around Cardiff, which is near where they lived. And we were on the outside lane of the dual carriageway. And I remember, I think I even said this out loud. I remember vividly saying, oh, in, uh, you know, my other grandparents' car, in, in, um, in their Volvo, Fords overtake us. But in this Volvo, we overtake Fords. <laughs> and that was my whole like gauge of reference yeah. on how fast the car was. Which, looking back, the Volvo 240, I'm pretty sure, would have been quicker than the 340. Uh, they would have been very similar. Similar, yeah. So it, was a, it was less powerful, but it was a lighter car. Mm. Um, but I just remember thinking that that was... But that was only because my granddad, who normally drove in the 240, was just such a calm, just chilled out yeah, driver. Yeah, cruiser. Wasn't a dawdler. But a cruiser. But just a cruiser. Yeah, respect to that. Um, and, and also, I remember... Having learned this now, that 340 would have been a five-speed gearbox. Uh-huh. The 240 speed. is a four-speed. And let me tell you, doing more than 60 mile an hour in that 240 is a bit of a chore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I know. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm pretty sure the reason that my grandparents with the 240 never really went very fast is purely because... It wasn't worth it. It was going to be screaming its tits off. Yeah. Well, you yeah. know, not, I love cruising around, especially in that 240. Yeah, it's great, isn't Just it? Just wait till you put a V8 in it, Ben. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> One day. Oh, that'd be so good. So yeah, so the 340 was, I mean, again, I went in it a few times. I remember the colour, but I don't really remember much else about it. Yeah. They then sold that when I was probably eight or nine. Again, because they wanted an automatic and wanted something easier to drive. Yeah. So they sold that and bought a five-door automatic 1.2 Corsa. What? Yeah. And it was a it was a Corsa... Oh, it was some... I can't remember what the trim level was, but it was like Sky or something like that. The, there was a little badge on the door with some hot air balloons on it. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Silver, five door. Um, wow, they were... Wow. That was a miserable car. Yeah, that that's... My, my mum had one of those. Did she? Yeah, but a green one. Respect. Like a... And that was the first... Sorry to interrupt, but it was oh. the first car that I... I, I clocked what metallic paint was on. Yeah. Because it was like shiny and yeah, like glittery. Flaking. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. what the fuck wow. is that? Yeah, anyway. Um, yeah, they had that for ages. And it, but again, they, you know, they lived 
in the town where they did everything. Yeah. Like the only real journeys they did was occasionally they'd come and visit us in Swindon or they'd go see my uncle in you know nearer London. Mm. So you know they'd still do, you know, hundred mile journeys once every couple of months. Mm. Um, do you think when you're that old, you'll have like? Do you think you'll just fall into the kind of throes of life where you're like, I'm old, I don't need anything fancy, blah no. blah blah. Or do you think you'll be rocking around with something pretty, I will always pretty have, badass? I will always have something interesting. Yeah. I mean, again, interesting is subjective. So, of course. You know, but not some, something that's not not your norm. I don't think I'd be driving around in a 1.2 automatic Corsa. <laughs> no. or, or a 1.6 gold <laughs> automatic Focus <laughs> saloon. Put it that way. Yeah, I mean, I'll be dead by then. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think I... Like I said, none of my grandparents give, gave a shit about cars. Anyway, stay tuned for episode 956 and you'll find out what we're driving <laughs> yeah, exactly. when we're 70. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I'll always have something that I find interesting, I think. Yeah, I know, yeah. Even if that interesting car happens to be... Uh, I don't well, know. It could be anything. could be it? anything at that age, who knows? I mean, I mean there's it's, going to be cars that haven't come out yet that by the time we're 70 will be classics. Yeah, I mean, if That's you, crazy to think. If you said to me... At, at, not even 18. If you said to me at 22 that I'd be driving around in an old XC70 estate, mm. diesel, auto, I'd be like, what has happened? What has happened to me? Yeah. I've made poor life choices. Yeah, exactly. Well, have, I mean, I lost, I have. have I fallen out of love with cars? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I would assume. But that's a snapshot. Yeah. When you add all the other exciting stuff you've got into the mix, the XC70 fits perfectly in there. I remember I made a decision when I was... 19, 18, something like that, I was like, I will never own a car that can't do 0 to 60 in less than, I think it was nine seconds. I mean, that's, yeah. That's, because yeah. I just, I couldn't fathom ever living with a car that slow. We've both got, had cars that um been much lower than that. My car is slower than that. Yeah, I mean, the Red Baron, for instance, was like 16 seconds, 17 yeah, seconds. Yeah. Well, that, that Red Baron, I meant like daily car. Yeah, I daily the 106 diesel Yes, you did. Nord 60 was like probably at 17 seconds. Yeah, so I was going to say high teens. Yeah. yeah. That, that XC70, well, you timed it the other day, wasn't it? What was that? 10, 11? 10, 11 seconds. But the thing is, right, if you said to me at 18, you'll be driving. This is going back a couple of years when I had that 106. Yeah. And now it was Not like. Not that long. <laughs> I mean, no, but I was skinned. I needed a car just to pass me through to a period of time in my life. Exactly why I bought the XC70. I bought it for like 150 quid, I think. Yeah, amazing. And um, completely fucking shot underneath, but we didn't know that at the time. And we mm. spent a shitload of time manicuring that car to make it presentable, to resell it, to make some profit. And yeah, that's... Then it went to Crusher. There's a, there's a video all about that. We can talk about that on another podcast. Mm. Um, but if you said to me at 18, you know, when you're 28, you're going to have a one point... What was it? It was one point... Four diesel? Uh, Did they? I can't even remember. It was remember. a phase one, wasn't it? Yeah, phase one. I think it would have been a 1.4 then, yeah. Yeah, diesel 106 that does 0 to 60 in just under 20 seconds. I'd have been like, I've gone wrong somewhere in life. <laughs> Am to... I homeless? Yeah, what's happened to me? Yeah. But in actual fact, that's just a snapshot of that one bit of your life. When I mean, if you couple everything around it, I had the Civic track card and stuff yeah. like in the garage and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. It's so. When I get the point I'm trying to get to is when I get to like 70, 80, I wouldn't be surprised if I have got something like that just for pure convenience, but with something tucked away. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. So as I, a daily, I foresee. I mean, I, again, I've, I've said it before. I'll say it again. I don't think I will ever, 
If I have to get rid of my Mini or my Volvo... Oh, mate, you'll be... I would have fucked up life so bad that <clears throat> the cars are irrelevant. I, yeah. you know, I'd be homeless. That's the situation. Or, if, you know, if you ever got to that point in life, I'd let you move in with me just so you could keep those cars. Because <laughs> oh, I know how much they mean to you. I appreciate that. So don't worry, that'll never happen. I mean, it, the, the only other thing I'm thinking of is if you know I hand it down to my... Your son. Children or, or grandchildren yeah. at some point. I mean, um, that, that, would, that would likely happen. Yeah, exactly. You know? um, that's fine. So I'll always have something that I find interesting in the garage. Mm. Um, but yeah, in terms of a daily car, I don't know. I mean, maybe maybe when you are 70, 80 years, it's just like, whatever. <laughs> yeah, whatever. I mean, I, I get that now. Yeah. You know, as a daily, I think, whatever. I don't need... We live in England. It's yeah. fucking miserable after time. Yeah, it's true. I don't need anything that's fast and that I can, you know, razz around all the time. I mean, I'm, I'm sort of saying like, oh, I can't believe my grandparents had an automatic gold... I mean, it my, makes my, sense. my Volvo is not a million miles away from that. No, it's so, not. <laughs> it's a Volvo XC70. Automatic. Automatic that I've bought because I, because I was sick and tired of daily in the fucking drift car. And yeah. I was like, I need something calm Civilized. and easy to drive yeah. and quiet and comfortable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't think we're a million miles away, you know? No, maybe not. You know, and like, hello, Mabel. I think throughout the rest of my life, I will probably adopt the stance of buying cars as long as it works it's fuel efficient and it's comfortable yeah as a daily i don't i don't really give a shit i don't really care yeah. i mean i'd love a really nice brand new estate m3 yeah, or, yeah. or even just a 530d yeah you know i'd love one of those but for me to be able to afford that i'm gonna have to take out like higher purchase yeah pcp i'm never gonna be able to afford it buy it outright and i just think i don't want to do that it's a lot of money like yeah it's a lot of money i mean as things get newer and more complicated, we kind of, both of our cars are kind of the last sort of generations where stuff going wrong isn't that expensive. Yeah. I mean, if you were to, yours is a Mark 6 Golf, right? I mean, if you were to have a Mark 7 and an airbag warning light comes on, oh. that's a lot of money or, you know, like something like that. Whereas, I mean, my engine management light's been on for the best part of a year. <laughs> Because I crashed my car into a curb. <laughs> uh, for those that don't know, I've got a habit of crashing into curbs. It seems to be like my thing. Uh, no, it wasn't like that. It was. Uh, Were you trying to drift it? No, actually, I didn't crash in. That wasn't what caused it. I smashed into a deer yes, at 60 remember, miles yeah. an hour and ripped the front end of my car off. Not entirely, but the bumper and the radiator mount and stuff. I mean, maybe that's a podcast topic, is our, our kill count for oh, countryside my. animals. God, especially growing up in countryside, it's yeah. quite high. Mine's, probably, mine's quite high. Um, so yeah, anyway, I ripped off a sensor. I think it was like a temperature sensor in the front bumper. And ever since then, the engine management light's been on. But the car works. And it doesn't, it, nothing wrong with it other than that. <laughs> I mean, let's not, let's not incriminate anyone, but how did you get MOT'd? Oh, I, uh, I fixed it. Is it back on now? The engine management light? Yeah. Uh, no, it is on. <laughs> So how did you get MOT'd? I don't know. They just passed it. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. I, I'm not going to say who I took it to. No, let's not say who you took it to or what your reg number is. <laughs> no. <laughs> but it's got an MOT on it okay, until June. <laughs> okay, good. Uh, um, but yeah, so I can't remember where we're going with that. Uh, we're talking about boring cars. Yeah. Oh, and uh, yeah, how the fuck did we go into engine management lights? Basically saying that if that oh, was a newer car, if that was a newer car it would cost yeah. me a lot of money. It would cost you a lot of money, yeah. Um, but like parts for cars of like our age cars on eBay, they're Cheap. a bargain. Yeah. I mean, if I, again, the, the, my, the D5 engine in my XC70 is renowned for being a pretty solid unit. Um, you know, they don't really have any, the, the only 
common problem that car has really is the alarm, which mine has a problem with. But mm. worst, worst case scenario, just fucking rip it out. Yeah, that's just, the beauty of it. And it doesn't matter. The car's not going to stop working. It's not going to throw a hissy fit. And You'll just get a warning on the dash. Exactly. And that's the beautiful thing about driving cars that aren't expensive. Yeah. Or, or actually you value that much. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't you know? matter. does not matter. I've washed that car once <clears> since I owned it. I've had it nearly two and a half years. You know? that I've had that Volvo for th- uh, th- two and a half months now. Mm-hmm. I've never washed it. You've had it washed at work? I've had it washed at work. Tw- oh, no, I washed it when we did that video, but that yeah, wasn't that was, a proper wash. That was, that was just a, we needed it to look fairly shiny. Yeah, that was just a quick jet wash. Yeah, I've had it washed at work, I think, twice. Mm. And for those people... No, no, once. I've had it washed once. That's crazy. And for anybody that knows me, will know that me not washing my car for that long is like a huge change in my lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. You're, because you're, a, you're, a what? you're a cleaner. I love cleaning cars, but I only like cleaning cars if I can <clears throat> if I can really get stuck into it and make it look the best version of itself because it deserves to look good. Yeah, but paradoxically, surely your golf is the perfect opportunity for that. No, because, because, because when I do clean it... yeah. It doesn't look the best version of itself still because it's got scrapes and bumps and cracks everywhere that it kind of covers it all up when it's dirty. Yeah, that's a good point. You know, and it doesn't look like that much of a shitter when it's dirty, but when you clean it, you're like, that's had a rough life. (laughs) You know, whereas back in the day when I had much nicer cars, like aesthetically, that were much much more looked after, when you clean them, they look... So you'd look at it and go, (coughs) well, that's a nice example. Yeah. Whereas when I clean that, people go, it's the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> that is a piece of shit. That is a piece of shit. But I mean, it's really filthy. So that's just dirty. It's just a dirty golf. I bet that scrubs up nice. It doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, just to round off the grandparents' cars thing. So uh, Bob, my granddad, with the 1.2 automatic Corsa, which he ran into the ground over probably 10 years. Excuse me. More than 10 years, actually. He did eventually replace that and I'm not sure why. I think maybe because he wasn't using it enough and, it, you know, it started developing little niggles, like, you know, the battery would keep going dead and all this kind of stuff and it was just causing a bit of a pain in the ass. Yeah. So he did actually, he eventually changed it. I think in, would have been 2017, 2018, I think, he got a new car on the Motability scheme. Oh, yeah. That's a great scheme. Yeah. He got a brand new Toyota Yaris Hybrid. Respect. Like, not plug-in, like, just mild hybrid. When was this? 2017, 2018. Okay, cool. Bear in mind, at the time, he would have been, I think, 92 years old. Wow. So that, that, this is the granddad that, that sadly just passed away. But he was, he, was a, um, he was quite an extraordinary man. He was a bit of a fighter. And yeah, yeah, so at 92 years old, I think it was, he got a new car. Wow. And was convinced to, he was going to carry on driving. He didn't. I think he drove it about five times and then just gave it back. You've got to admire his determination. Yeah. Determination, is that I, I did. I never... I went in that Yaris once. <clears throat> and it was at a family gathering. It was parked in the way of someone. And I had to just manoeuvre it out of the way. Um, wasn't that impressed with it, to be honest. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I mean, what do you expect? My, my granny on my mum's side... Uh, I, Honda Jazz wasn't her last car. I've just remembered... Remembered from South Africa. (laughs) Uh, I've just remembered uh, that she had a, she bought, and like Bob, your grandpa, your grandfather, didn't drive it much. I think she probably had it for like maybe a year and drove it bloody next to nothing. Mm. Uh, It was the Polo, 
Polo R line. Oh yeah, the well, 1.4. Yes, the oh, really? 1.4 TSFI that yeah, we yeah. reviewed as one of our first ever videos on Benetton Do Cars. And uh, yeah, basically ended up giving it to my mum because she didn't use it. Yeah, bless her. Is that an auto? No, five-speed manual. Was it manual? Yeah. Oh. Manual Pellegrini. I'm getting. What am I getting? I may be getting mixed up with that um, A1 that we drove. Oh yeah. Anyway, that's a story for another day. Yeah. Piece of shit. That was one of the first videos we made, and Johnny was horrifically hungover. Yeah, and uh, we won the Football League Cup the night before we made that video. I was so hungover that I, you could have presented me with a brand new Porsche. I probably, oh God, has that moved? Yeah, it's moved a lot. Oh dear. You could have probably presented me with like a, a nice brand new Porsche. And, I, and again. Mabel. And I still would have been like, this is a piece of shit. I just, and again. I just, Mabel stopped. I just wanted to go in. Anyway, so I slated that car to the point that we almost couldn't release the video. It was really bad because a, a, a friend of ours um, lent us that car and she, was, and she was really proud of it. It was an Audi A1. Again, I slacked off an A1 in one of the previous podcasts. You hate A1s, man. I, yeah, it's, I just put them in the same vein as a Fiat 500. They might, they might be good cars, but I just think the people that buy them and the reasons why they buy them just annoy me. Yeah, but yeah, we, we basically we spent we got lost in it. Do you remember? Yeah, we got lost in near Stroud. Completely just went off into into nowhere. Got completely lost. Got you, super carried away. You hated life. Yeah, I couldn't. You were fucking miserable. Yeah. You hated the car, and you were basically just like and, and and I kept saying to you in the car like, come on, man, let's try and find some positives. Yeah, let's, you get, know, let's yeah. get a vibe going. Yeah, exactly. Let's try and get the vibe going, and then at the end of it, you were just like. She was like, oh, what did you think? And I was like, yeah, yeah, it's all right. Yeah, yeah, fine, just being polite. And you were like, yeah, it was really nice. Yeah, yeah. Then we were looking back at the footage and you were just like, I can't, we can't release this. Like, we had to edit that quite heavily. Yeah. And the video was shit anyway. And the video was shit anyway. It's not on the channel anymore. Anyway. So yeah, that's basically that. That was about it. How long have we been going for? I don't know. Have we got got time for a rant alley? Let me check. Again, apologies for being so bunged up. Oh, the f- yeah, 42 minutes in. So we've got seven minutes of rant tally. Seven minutes of rant tally. Okay, cool. So we didn't do a rant tally last time because we ran out of time. Hold on a minute. Rant tally, rant tally. Where what are we going? Say? What are you going to say? That's it. Rant tally, rant tally. <laughs> what are you going to say? We're in the Volvo XC70 down rant tally, everyone. <laughs> so we pulled over. We're chilling out in rant tally. Right. Yeah. Uh, let's go... Okay, this is just a real short rant. This isn't really even worth a rantally. I kind of wanted to bring it up. I've been wanting to bring it up for a few weeks. Okay, right? well, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it in rantally. Yeah. Because we're here now. It's a bit of a rant. Okay, cool. A mild rant. Perfect. Yeah. If, if rantally was actually uh, a rant curry house, we're <laughs> about to have a... Caller. Booner. A booner. I like a booner. Yeah. So, you know, very mild... But it's got something about it. It's not butter chicken. It's certainly not vindaloo. Yeah, I'm with you. Okay, fine. Got you. So, over the off, uh, F1 off-season, my podcast intake is centred mainly around F1, right? And I listen to quite a few podcasts. I listen to them on my commute, when I'm doing housework. <clears throat> when I go to bed, I'll put a podcast on for 15 minutes, half an hour, whatever, just to go to sleep to. Not as much as I used to. I used to you know, listen to it walking the dog and stuff. But I still listen to quite a few. But it means during the F1 off-season... I have much less to listen to than during the season. Yeah, makes sense. Um, so I kind of have to find some other stuff. And my probably my favourite podcast is the Smith & Sniff podcast. Yeah. Which I've introduced you to a few times. Indeed. 
And so I basically decided uh, during the F1 season, I sort of save them up. Yeah. If I if I've got enough podcast material to last me, I, I won't. I'll specifically not listen to the Smith and Sniff so that I can yeah bank can, a few bank a few exactly. So during the F1 off season, I was like, "Fuck it, I'm just going to go back and listen to a load of them that I've already listened to from like two years ago." Okay. So I ended up smashing through probably fifty odd episodes, maybe yeah. even more. And for a lot of them, at the start of the that's a lot of episodes, by the way. Yeah, it is. Yeah. How long are these episodes? About an hour. Fair play. I mean, I'm talking like a four month period. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. I, so, thought, I, mean, I thought you were talking like a couple of weeks. Couple of weeks. No, no. It's a couple. It's fifty a few, hours. It's a few weeks. Would be impressive. I mean, you know, bear in mind if I go, if I, for example, go see my sister, that's hour and forty five oh, minutes yeah. each way. That's potentially two episodes. Three, four three, episodes. Yeah, three or four episodes. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. Where's the rant? During a lot of them, there is an advert <clears throat> at the start and possibly at the finish about a Renault Megane. Okay. Right. Now, and again, this is nothing against Smith & Sniff. It's not their fault. It's just an automated ad that gets added to the start or the finish of the podcast, right? Yeah. And this is what pisses me off. First of all, the advert itself is annoying. Okay, fair enough. Right. I wonder if we can find a clip of it. I have, I I don't know whether I don't know what the rules are around that. Can you play an advert in a in a? Definitely won't get monetized for the advert, but is it? Yeah. All right. Can. Okay. So I, I will I will find it. Find I will a, find it, and I will put it into the podcast snippet. now. Uh, yeah. So just a just a quick one. We've just finished recording the podcast, um, and we've had a quick look to see if we can find the advert, and I can't find the advert. I think they've changed all the adverts at the start of all the podcasts on Smith and Sniff. So if you're seeing such hearing this. It means that we haven't been able to find the advert. So I apologise for that. But things are about to get juicy. <laughs> are they? Yeah. What do you mean? We get pretty animated. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we do. <laughs> Sorry, I just have to... Yeah. <laughs> things anyway. Get, things get a little bit weird from here on out. But uh, yeah, just trust us. It's an annoying advert. Okay. Okay. So the whole premise of the advert is it's advertised the new began and... The sort of key feature is the Google integration with the with the infotainment system, right? Uh, okay. And it's a it's a mother picking up her kids from some football game or some sporting event. Yeah. Right? And she says, the kids like, oh, it's cold or whatever. And she goes, hey Google, turn on the seat heater. <laughs> Nobody talks like that. Firstly. Who the fuck calls it a heat seater? That's what I mean. Nobody fucking talks like that. (laughs) Who is saying, turn on the seat heater? (laughs) I mean, this is where we've played the advert and I've got it slightly wrong. I'm going to look like a complete twat here. Yeah, just uh, for people that are watching this, we haven't just watched it. No, no. I'm almost certain it says, turn on the seat heater. Right. Which, first of all, is just an annoying way to talk. Fair enough. Yeah. And then she says, navigate to the fish and chip shop. Which okay. is, is less egregious. Usually people say, get me directions to the... Yeah, like if I was saying... But I mean, fair enough, whatever. I don't use Google, I use Siri. But if I said to Siri, oh, hey Siri, I, you know, I understand how AI works. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm okay at that. Yeah. I know that you have to sort of say things in a certain way. Yeah. But if you're advertising this as your whole fucking main feature of the car... Yeah, yeah. Which is ridiculous, then, by the way. Which is ridiculous. Navigating to the fish and chip shop is already annoying, like... Oh, get directions to the to the fish and chip shop. Mm. Even that is a slightly more sort of less annoying way of saying it. 
But turn on the seat heater. Yeah, that's not... is ridiculous. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you there. Like, hey Ben, turn on the heat heater. You can't even say it. You kept saying. You keep saying. You keep saying heat seater. What? Do, what you said it twice now. Oh yeah. What did she say? Seat heater. What am I saying? You're saying heat seater. <laughs> am I? Yeah. You said it twice. Heat seater. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> Turn on the heat seater. You said it again. <laughs> Hold on a minute. Turn on the seat heater. That's it. <laughs> that Jesus Christ. Yeah, see, Turn on it's the so heat unnatural. Seater. It's so unnatural. You can't even fucking say it. Turn on the heat seater. You Is said it right? again. <laughs> <laughs> the heat seater what are you talking about that sounds right Johnny that's right turn on the heat seater <laughs> again what the fuck that's what I mean the fact that she's saying it's so unnatural that you can't even fucking say it when you're thinking about it so what is she doing she must be mental <laughs> she's mental if she can say it <laughs> Hey okay, Google, turn no. on the seat heater is not how people fucking talk. And no. the secondary thing that pisses me off about that is that clearly. <laughs> I can't say it, man. It's weird, isn't it? Every time I hear it in my head, I'm saying it right, but when I say it, it comes out wrong. We'll try it again in 30 seconds. Stop thinking about it, we'll try it again. Wow. So, and the second thing, that the secondary thing that pisses me off about that is that, okay, again, I kind of get this. Because it's a car podcast and that's a car advert. Yeah, yeah. But if anybody took two... F- and again, I'm not blaming Smith & Sniff. I don't think they have any control over this. No. I think it, the podcast host does it all. It's all automatic, obviously. It's all done on algorithms and all this kind of shit. Yeah. But I wish someone would just take... And I, I get the same with like targeted ads on YouTube and stuff as well. Mm-hmm. Cars as a broad topic doesn't work. When an advertiser is going to learn that cars is a... The subject is a broad church. People who are into 4x4s are not into, generally speaking, people who are interested in 4x4s don't give a shit about drifting. People who like supercars don't give a fuck about hot hatches. You know, yeah. obviously there's a lot of overlap with certain people, but... You've got a target market. Smith target & Sniff audience. is a fucking nerdy podcast. Yeah. That's why I love it. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm 98% sure nobody who listens to the Smith & Sniff podcast gives two fucking shits about the new Renault Megane and the fact that you can ask Google to turn the fucking heated seats on, regardless of how retarded you fucking ask the question. What is it doing there? And the thing is, because I was listening to all the podcasts sort of back to back to back to back over a course of... You kept encountering this ad. Every time I was just like, it's that fucking Megane advert again. She's going to fucking ask Google to turn on the fucking seat heaters in a minute. It's going to do my head in. Every time. That's good, Ben. Get it out, mate. Get right, it do, out. A, do an impression of her. What's she asking? I'm going to get this right now. Yeah. Hold on there. Don't think about it, just say it. Hey, Google, turn on the seat heater. Yes! Yes! Good work, bro. Mate, that took me a lot of power <laughs> to try and get that right. When you were talking a minute ago, I was going, heat seater. In my head, heat seater. Heat seater. Then I was going, is it seat heater? Heat seater. What is it? Why can't I get that right? <laughs> That's one of their weird That's things. What I mean. That's not how people talk. No, it's and again, not. if you're advertising how powerful Google and how helpful Google is, yeah. no one talks like that. Yeah. Who says turn on the seat heater? And who the fuck even would use that function? Because I guarantee you'd have to press a button. Probably. I mean, I mean I'm, I'm guessing, showing my naivety. I'm guessing here. you don't. That's the whole point of the advert. Yeah, but maybe you do have to press a button to get it to recognize voice commands. Or maybe you just say, hey, Google. No, I think you say, you probably say, hey, Google. Who the fuck knows? 
But just press the button on the fucking dash. Yeah, like it's quicker. Yeah. It's quick, you quicker. Can, you can lean in, press it. By the, before you even said, hey, you've pressed it and it's you on. you pressed it and it's on. And, and your ass is heating up. And you're, you're, you know, your high-achieving, athletic, you know, prepubescent son is, is already getting warm. warm. Yeah. Because you didn't have to fuck around yeah. asking Google a stupid question phrased in a stupid way. Yeah, and I guarantee... Not every single time Google is going to go, okay, I'll turn on the heat seat. What if you don't have an internet connection? How annoying is that? Yeah. Fuck Google, man. Fuck Renner McGann advert. Sorry. That's bad. That's just annoying. Sorry if I'm sending swearers down your uh, ear canals, but it is annoying. Rant Alley. There Rant we go. Alley, Purpose, there we go. Purposeful. So, anyway, let's pack that. That booner turned into something a little bit spicy. That's a freaking vindaloo, man. <laughs> freaking heat seat. So yeah, that just, that's been playing on my mind. I've been meaning to bring it up for a few weeks now because it's just like... Who talks like that? And who who gives a shit about the new McGann, really? No, like you need to no, put no that one. advert needs to go on like a a, a mum's a mum's a, net podcast. I was just going to say that, yeah, yeah. mum's net or like an advert that would be on the back of how to best use your washing detergent, what setting to use on YouTube. Yeah, ah, fucking. I mean, that's not us being sexist. That's just the targeting ads at parents, family. You know, it doesn't necessarily need to be all right if a dad's podcast as well, maybe. Mm. Anyway, let's let's park it. Cool. Well, I think that's the end of the episode. Okay. Let's Thank- all just take five minutes and calm down. Hey Google, calm me down. <laughs> hey Google, put the kettle on. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't gonna do that. Anyway, thank you very much, everybody, for tuning in once again. <laughs> yeah, as we said last time, every like, comment, and subscription on all platforms really helps us out hugely. Reviews really help us out on Apple and Spotify and Google, even though we've spent the last 10 minutes slagging Google off. So, I'm not slagging Google off. It's just the advert is vexed. Just that advert's pissed me right off. Yeah. Um, so I just, yeah, said, it, I just said vexed you. I never said that. <coughs> that's nice. Yeah. I, I, Do you like that? I like the way you slipped that in. Yeah. Wait. Anyway, yeah. Uh, so. Yeah, so if you could, you know, just hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, leave us a review if you really want to, comment on the video, on all of our videos, it's all good. We'll, we will do our best to respond. Well, no, we will respond. Yeah, 100%, yeah. because we've got nothing else. We've got nothing else to do, mate. To do, apart from make podcasts, talk to you lot. <laughs> cool. So, yeah, see you guys on the next one. Thanks Let's very much. Let's, Let's do, do it. it. Yeah. Thanks, bro. That was awful. Oh, that was some echo on it. Love it. Turn on the seat heater. Fucking turn on the heat seater, mate. <laughs> you did it again! Oh shit! Honestly, that's fucking blowing my mind! Turn on the heat seat up.